Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, I, 30 male, hate my girlfriend's 27 female online persona, even though I love her. I love my girlfriend. We've been together for about eight months and we have a great relationship, blah, blah, blah. But her online social media personality is just unbearable. If you Google list of most annoying social media habits, she pretty much does every single one. She is a rampant social media oversharer. The Snapchat documents every remotely interesting thing that ever happens to her every day, from pictures of her breakfast to mirror selfies to funny stories about her day. At night, after being apart for 12 hours, she would begin to tell me about her day and I find myself saying repeatedly, yeah, I saw that on Snapchat or Facebook or Instagram already. Every even remotely interesting thing that happens to her, I find out about through social media. Her Facebook is full of rants detailing the ups and downs of her mood or humble brags about all the good deeds she has done, while her Instagram is all pictures of herself. She is the definition of a social media attention seeker. Between Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and her blog, she probably posts 20 times a day. My friends and family who meet her in person all say she is sweet, kind, and funny. But once they start following her social media accounts, they all say she seems kind of irritating and vain. In the beginning, I tried to just accept her online persona, to each their own or something, but it is becoming increasingly a point of contention. If I only knew her from her online personality, I frankly wouldn't like her. But I know she isn't actually like that. I think she's just insecure and likes the attention because in person she's actually a very sweet person. The other interesting thing is that she's not always been like this. In the beginning of our relationship, she had no Snapchat, no Instagram and barely posted to Facebook. This all started rather suddenly four months into the relationship. I don't know how to stop hating it. I don't know how to explain to her that her social media postings makes her appear cocky, vain, rude and selfish and I don't think mesh with her own impression of how she is. Additionally, I find that her constant social media life updates have taken away my feeling of significance in her life. I feel like any people who follow her accounts now know as much about her life as I do. I've tried to bring up this subject with her recently and I find her becoming very defensive about it. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to control her, which I think is how it sounds. She wants me to just accept this as a part of her. She says it's just social media and it's not that serious and she doesn't know why I'm making such a big deal of it. And maybe she is right, but I don't know how to get over this. I haven't been on a whole load of social medias through my time, but I've been on Facebook in the past. I'm not a part of it no more. Pretty much for this very reason, not to do with a girlfriend or anything like that, but just because, you know, I hated seeing the same shit every day. I mean, it might be totally a me issue. I'm not sure what else I was expecting, but I don't know, a suggestion of maybe 
just not looking at her social media coming off of it stop following her something like that would she be offended by it i don't know <laughs> that's anything i can think of at the moment but lie says does she have friends close by she may be using the internet as a proxy for human interaction opie says that is definitely partially true she moved here just over a year ago and does frequently complain that she doesn't have an established social circle like she used to have that being said she does still have a number of friends here Buncher Ball says 6 to 12 months into relationships is when we start seeing Esso's flaws for what they are. Ideally, you find someone whose flaws don't bother you or mesh well with your peculiarities. If they bother you, you got to figure out whether you can accept those things about them or whether it's crucial they change. Pick your battles very carefully. To me, your Esso's minor social media addiction seems like something not worth attention. If I were you, I'd just follow the top advice and not follow her and maybe just check in occasionally everyone is different so if how she chooses to present herself to twitter sphere is super important to you bring it up i guess just be prepared for her to be turned off by this sensitivity of yours ingle says my so was not at your girlfriend's level but it was a colossal waste of time all the same it bothered me more seeing it every day so i deleted insta and snapchat and limited use of facebook then i started seeing her actions change a little since i wasn't participating she started to see the annoying attributes of her friends which I always made sure I gave my two cents on like, yeah, why does Jane need to let the world know that right now? Or, I agree with you. Who the fuck does Megan get to take that picture at the beach if she is alone sunbaking? It's not great to judge, but for the sake of the exercise, it worked. In my opinion, drastically changed the everyday routine and, and change will come about. Another user says, what if instead of quietly unfollowing her, you let her know that you're going to stop following her and for which reasons? Prepare her for a serious conversation so that hopefully... The two of you can communicate. Maybe you'll get to the bottom of why she feels it is necessary to post so frequently. Maybe you'll even be able to clue her in on a, on a narcissism is unattractive. Maybe you two can find ways of working on her self-esteem together, but at least you won't have to follow her anymore and she'll have some things to think about. So OP does update the post and they say, here is the maybe not unexpected update. I decided to go with the ignorance is bliss approach. I deleted Snapchat, deleted Instagram and unfollowed her on Facebook. She noticed right away, like immediately. It was a little scary. She was really confused at first and asked what was up. It gave me the opportunity to reiterate that reading her constant social media updates made me uncomfortable and unhappy. I explained that I've tried to discuss it with her before, but she became really defensive, so this was the only way. She seemed to accept this for about a day, and I felt so much better, so much lighter. But the peace was short-lived, and she quickly became enraged. She was furious that I didn't discuss this with her before doing it and in her eyes I took a pretty drastic step without talking to her first. While I understand her point of view, I stand by the decision. I'm sure she would have been just as mad if I had actually given her all my reasoning beforehand. Our fighting spiraled unexpectedly out of control. She was fixated on the idea that her social media persona wasn't that bad. It was part of her personality and that she needed someone who loved all of her. She did not accept my actions as constructive criticism, but instead as a direct insult. Simply ignoring that part of her was an unacceptable compromise. I sent her an article that highlighted why her postings make her really self-absorbed, but her response was, is that really so bad? She was too stubborn to even admit that being self-absorbed was a negative quality and instead delivered a long pointless diatribe on why selfishness and vanity are positive qualities. We argued for a few hours and ultimately decided that we were not compatible. This was unexpectedly important to her and I was unable to just stop hating her social media persona. 
So we broke up. Thanks, Reddit. And it's one of those posts that I think, you know, is going to end on a happy note and disgust and everything's just going to move forward as normal. But it's, it was sort of the update seemed to be going well. He stopped following her and things seemed to be going normal. And then it just fucking nosedived off a cliff. <sighs> Maybe I should be expecting a breakup on these ones these days, but I really wasn't expecting it from that one. But what are your thoughts in this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story does come with a small update as well from Wasting Time 13579 and says, I, 29 female, feel like I'm wasting my life by staying with my husband, 29 male. My husband and I have been together for nine years, married seven. We have a five-year-old. For the past few years or so, he's been against me doing much of anything. I stayed home with our child because financially it was the best choice. When they got a few years older, I wanted to work part-time because I was desperate to do anything even mildly productive. He was against it because then his days off work would be totally shot. On his days off, he's off fucking around doing whatever he wants. 99% of the time it pertains to a hobby of his. So I'm again stuck at home, doing absolutely nothing. He insists on being a one-car family, which I can agree with to an extent. It doesn't make sense to pay double the expenses if I'm not working and don't need a car but he doesn't even make an effort to carpool or some kind of other arrangement. So the car can be available to me once in a while and I can do something. So now I feel like this loser who sits at home all fucking day, every single day with no car. I haven't seen friends in forever because it's too much work to figure out a day to meet up where I have a car and my husband will be off work and at home to watch our child. My siblings are always meeting up for concerts and dinners and I've never been to a single one for the same reason. I'm doing absolutely nothing with my life or because my husband thinks it makes his life easier and I'm sick of it. I've told him it bothers me and his response is always, well, I don't know what to tell you. I love him and I don't think I should jump on the divorce ship quite yet, but I'm sick of wasting my life. Tell me what to do, Reddit, because I have not a damn clue. And we're going to start straight away with a commenter who says, don't ask us permission to do things. Say, I'm doing X. This is how I think we might handle it. Listen to what he says. Maybe X is a class you take on Tuesday nights. You need him to be home on childcare duty by 6.30 p.m. Maybe X is you need the car one day a week and we'll drive him to work and pick him up that day. Maybe it's one afternoon every weekend where you get the car and can go out on your own and do whatever you want. He's treating you like a servant. Well, Professional domestic staff gets days off and the opportunity to develop their other interests. So you should too. If he is a reasonable person, he'll probably not be nuts about having to take on more responsibility and having less freedom, but he'll come around. If he is not a reasonable person, well, that gives you more information to make choices about your life with. Ready for something says, just want to be honest. Your post makes you sound like a live-in maid slash babysitter. And then quotes, well, I don't know what to tell you. And then says, it's not an acceptable response from someone you love and that should love you. And then quotes again and says, on his days off, he's all fucking around and do whatever he wants. 99% of the time it pertains to a hobby of his. And then goes on to say, and what do you get to do on your days off from your full-time job? Oh, right. You don't get any. You're his wife and should be his equal. You feel that way. OP responds and says, I always joke around that I'm only here to be a slave, but I kind of am. But no, I don't feel equal. I've been telling him that more and more lately. I kind of put my foot down and picked a specific day that he is off and said he absolutely is not doing his thing and I'm leaving for the entire day to do whatever the hell I want. I'm going to take full advantage of it. If he tries to pull the I forgot card and run off to do something, I'm done. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Another user says, have you told him that you're so unhappy that you started to think about divorce as an option? Regardless of how clear you believe you have been with him, he might not really understand. Also, he deserves to know what the stakes are. Note that I don't think issuing an ultimatum is healthy, but that's not the same thing as sharing what your real thoughts are. Hope he says no. I've never said that I've gotten to that point. Just that I'm unhappy with the situation and I've told him literally over and over and over. One more comment which responds to AP's comment there and says, you need to have a proper sit down, serious talk about this. You need to tell him that it's gravely serious and you're absolutely considering leaving over this issue. You should make a list of your issues if you think he might talk over you or not take you seriously. Have a plan, get your documents together, open a bank account of your own if you didn't have one, etc. Draw a line in your mind about where you're willing to go and don't cross it. If he's upset and says he had changed, then be very sure in your mind how long you would give him. He might make an effort for a week, two weeks or a month or even three. Do not take a couple of weeks of make an effort as a signal he's changed. The minute you take your eye off the ball, things will likely slide right back. Be vigilant. Your health, your psyche and your kids demand it. Good luck. So OP goes on to say in an update and says I have a mini update to my first post. I just want to say thanks to those of you who commented. I read all of them but only got back to the first few who wrote in because yesterday turned into a shit show. In the morning I said I wanted to go off and do my own thing. I was actually just running errands for an hour or so alone. He said he had shit to do. Whatever. Too early for me to be pissed off so I dropped it. I asked again later. Suggested he take our child to the park next to us and she's always asking to do stuff with daddy instead of me. Again said no. He was going to do stuff with his hobby. So I broke down. I told him I needed help and that I needed a break from just being stuck at home 24-7 being a mum and wife. His response was that he didn't understand why I needed a break. But if I did, I could just hang out in my room alone to get away from our child and him. And then asked me to make him lunch. I think it's too late for the come to Jesus talk. I have no fucks left to give. Obviously, he never had any. I'm still not sure what my next move is, but I think it involves finding a job and starting a better future without him. Holy moly, communication doesn't win the day. When OP went up to him and says, broke down and says, I needed a break. I'm tired of being stuck at home. And his response was that he doesn't understand. And then in the end says, make him lunch. Fucking hell. Holy moly. What do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's find another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from NewAd5624 and says, Am I the Arsehole for ambushing my sister at her wedding reception because she told me her wedding was child-free when it actually wasn't? Ooh, shit. 
My 46 male sister Tracy, 29 female, and I aren't close, but we have a good relationship, at least before this all happened. Tracy got married recently and she told me the wedding was child-free. I have a daughter, Ella, 12 female, and asked Tracy if she could come, but she said sorry, she and her partner were sticking to the rules. I managed to arrange for Ella to stay at a friend's house for a couple of days, since the wedding was in a different city. So, I went to the wedding and I saw quite a few older children, including my other siblings' kids. I know this sounds like I should have known from before from my other siblings, but I never thought to ask them, oh, are your kids going? I did ask my brother at the wedding and he said he was told the child-free limit was only for really young kids, the disruptive ages. It was obvious Tracy lied to me about not bringing Ella. We went through the ceremony and towards the end of the reception, I pulled Tracy aside and said, I realized she completely lied to me and there were plenty of other kids. She looked pretty uncomfortable and said it wasn't a big deal. I replied, I deserve an apology and so does Ella at some point. Tracy got mad and said I was ambushing her at her own wedding and it's her and her partner's choice what they do. We ended the conversation there and went off to talk to other people. She sent me a text later saying I was being selfish and I'm the one that should be apologizing to her and her husband, making a big deal out of this. I'll admit I sent a not so nice text back about her caring more about aesthetics than people. Now it's sort of blown up within our family. Someone asks OP, they say info, how much older are the other siblings' kids? Like a 16 to 18 year old kid at a wedding is pretty different than a 12 year old. OP responds and says there were definitely kids under 12. I think the real cutoff age was around six to seven years. My brother brought his 10 year old. BB's 13 fold asks another question. They say, info, what reason did your sister have to purposely exclude only your daughter? Your sister is the arsehole here, but there's gotta be more to this. OP responds saying my daughter's arm was amputated when she and my late wife were in an accident. Tracy didn't say it directly, but I could tell this is highly likely the reason why. So that's why I said she cares more about aesthetics than people. And you know when a bit of info should be included within the post? That's certainly one of them, right? Nesta comes in after seeing that and says, Wait, Tracy excluded your 12-year-old daughter from a wedding because of the child's amputated arm. You fucking kidding me? And it says, Dear family members, You should be aware that Tracy lied and told me that her wedding was child-free in order to exclude Ella, when all other cousins her age were included. You can imagine why and exactly how Ella will feel when she realizes this. From where I sit, Tracy's decision was cruel with a dash of evil. To those of you who think it was wrong of me to mention this to Tracy on a special day, from where I sit, not only are you complicit in Tracy's vile decision, but you lack even a rudimentary understanding of the difference between morality and the most superficial iteration of aesthetics. There will be no apology and no further discussion. I will no longer be associating with Tracy nor will other kind human beings. Perhaps Satan and his minions will be available to fill the seats at the next event. Best OP, not the arsehole. Halo Shine says, I don't know how to address how absolutely horrible Tracy is. This is some unbelievably next level mean girl nonsense and I really, really hope you ruin Tracy's wedding telling her what she did was wrong. I think you should make it clear to the rest of the family what she did because you'll need some explanation for why you are never speaking to Tracy again. And yeah, I can't get over the absolute vile behavior if this is clearly the reason that she left her out what they've been through already op losing his wife ella losing her mum, her arm amputated and tracy's potentially using this as a reason to exclude her from a wedding is absolutely vile 
And you would think that any other adult who listened to this, saw this, and saw why Ella was being excluded would be saying, what the actual fuck? You didn't just do this because of that, surely. If I was like in OP's position, one of his friends and discovered that this happened, whether it be my acquaintance, friend or family member, I wouldn't want nothing to do with them again if they showed that kind of behavior to another person. Absolutely awful. But I won't cover any further comments on that one because some of them haven't seen the extra info. So they're just replying, asking for info or or guessing reasons that they might have been excluded. But what do you guys make of this situation? Surely most of the family can't know about this. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time as always means the world to me. It truly, truly does. I sit here sometimes and I'm blown away thinking there's a whole bunch of people listening to me talking, reading a story or two. And I just, I can't get over it, honestly. But anyway, there's a, there's a couple of playlists at the very end of the video that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, bit of crochet, bit of running, whatever your hobby is. And don't forget to show me if you want to share a picture over at Mark Narrations on Twitter. Would absolutely love to see it. And those videos will keep playing in the background for you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.